This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Although you see no water for miles around, you are, like us, marooned. You're stranded in this sad and lonely place called Barovia. To mix metaphors, we are incarcerated. The fog that surrounds us are the bars of our dungeon, and Baron von Strad is our jailer. As far as I can tell, there is only one way out, and that is to kill Devil Strad. As Cribbit enters the room, he begins playing a song. What are you doing? And then put my hand over like all the wires on his. <laughs> Miliov slowly. So the room is it's. A single, it's just a single bedroom, mm-hmm. single bed. It's not a particularly large bed, but the room looks well cared for and mm-hmm. well kept. You can see off to one side, there's a, a wardrobe. You can see there's, like I said, the bed. At the foot of the bed, there's a little chest. There's also a desk and mm-hmm. some drawers. And you can see a window, which would normally give you a lovely view of, of Valakai and mm-hmm. Barovia, but because it is night, you cannot see anything. It is basically just a black shard of yeah. glass up against the wall. Uh-huh. Miliov in his bed, rolls over, and you hear him, mm, what? And then can... Cribbit bites your hand, <laughs> oh, continues can... playing the song, and as he as he sings, he says, they entered but the little boy, he was asleep. And as he says asleep, a little vibration wavers <sighs> through the air. Miliov falls asleep. <laughs> asleep, he stayed asleep. <laughs> asleep, well, he stayed asleep. If you're going to do that, just give us a little warning. That's Asleep, asleep, but he nearly wakes. No, no. <laughs> just for, he <laughs> says, just for exciting storytelling. But he did stay asleep. <laughs> Maybe like Pip, Pip, because he knows the clock's ticking. I turn around, I like point to Hector and point to Cribbit, like keep a fucking eye on him. <laughs> and then I'm going to go start drawing the circle and arranging the candles. <laughs> Yenda doesn't know whether to smack Cribbit in the back of her head or laugh. <laughs> you can see she's quite clearly torn. Yeah, look, ah, uh, yes. Mm. Pip's doing that thing he does with his snout so aggressively. <laughs> He's giving himself a carpet burn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like rubbing my temples, just like 
Okay, okay. So close to commanding a child to sleep. <laughs> sleep. Dream of lovely things. Dream of these things specifically. <laughs> what are you doing? Dream of being on a toadstool and a nice juicy fly comes by. <laughs> Um, the fly lands before you and says, I have an egg for you. You eat them both. They are delicious. Where do we need to hide? Just anywhere in the room. Okay, just I'm, don't be within the I think don't be within the circle of candles. Do you know you can, where would the hag be entering? Do we know? Do I know? Is the hag likely to just kind of manifest in the room, or is it the well? You're not 100 sure. Window. You know that it's yeah. coming from the ethereal plane. Mm. It must have some connection to here, the material plane. There would be some place nearby to here yeah. has a connection to the ethereal plane. There's a gateway somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. All right, all right. I wouldn't know specifically really, like, where. No, it would... Well, you could have a look around and try to find it. Would I think... Is this a fair assessment? Yeah. That if you're spooking a kid... You'll want to come out of the like. Could she be coming out of the closet or from under the bed? That kind of thing, like a monster might. There is a logic to that. Hags yeah. do enjoy tormenting people, and that classic archetype yeah. would probably be something that a hag would appreciate. Maybe I express that anywhere that you'd be okay. scared as a child of a monster uh, um, manifesting from under the bed, in the cupboard, through the window. Agogash mm. nods at that, and he wanders over to the dresser and starts looking at mirrors. <laughs> Didn't think of that. Could be. Um, anyway, I'm going to just keep yeah, doing the circle. Yeah, starts checking under the bed. Yeah, I was like, under the bed, maybe. Oh, can I cast? Uh, uh, maybe I won't even cast. I'll look under the bed to see if um, see if there's a couple of the bones of uh, Andrew <laughs> under the bed. Would be a classic be... place for a kid to keep bones. Would, right? Yeah. Yeah. You and Yender check underneath the bed. Mm-hmm. Yender doesn't find anything, but you see that there, as you check under the bed, you can see that one of the floorboards, it's missing two nails. And you can tell that you could lift it up. Oh, I am. Um, the bed would need to be moved out of the way before you could do it. I, maybe gesture to Yenda, like the, the board. Ah, she says, she nods. And then she goes, wait a minute. <laughs> Kribber, can we just talk? <laughs> <laughs> I will keep them asleep. You can do what you want. (laughs) Thank you. It was kind of funny to watch you creep, though. You didn't say anything. Anyway, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Everyone in the room at the same moment has the realization, and then just from creeping around, everyone kind of of just stands up. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, um, yes, there's a a floorboard under there, under the bed, that um, the nails have been taken. I assume that is probably where the the burns are. Uh, Can I just, uh, maybe I'll just turn on the vine sense. Probably the easiest. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's, imagine a light source, an incredibly bright light Mm. source is peering its way through the cracks in the floorboards. Yep. So the burns are there. Oh, that's that's something. Good. Mm. Mm. The, Do we need the bones gone from this room, or is that just what's drawing the uh, the hag? I think the, the hag, bones. Yeah. Well, the bones just need to be returned to the to the, to the church, church. But yes. I don't think they're helping nor hindering right no. here. All right, well, we can. I think it's kind of much of a muchness for the can't, current situation. All right, well, we can't. We cannot get them until uh, yeah. uh, we move the bed, and I guess we don't want to make it seem that we've disturbed anything. So, um, right. Uh, with the divine sense, is there anywhere, uh, if I'm seeing that same, that misty evil fog, is there anywhere? It's roiling. Miliov, it, 
You mm. think you've discovered the source. Uh, <laughs> Miliov appears to be the source. Oh. You, oh, wow. Get a good boy card. You have a close oh, look nice. at Miliov, and you realize around his neck he's wearing a little a locket on a mm-hmm. chain, and it appears to be, it's a closed, imagine like a locket that you would open up and there'd be a pitcher inside. Mm-hmm. It looks like, it looks like the, the malevolence is seeping its way out of the crack mm. itself. So whatever the, the hair. It's uh, coming from out of the locket. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, I was going to draw the circle around the bed anyway, but that, that should definitely capture it. That's good. You can see that the locket has a family crest. That's what the crest looks like, if you would like to describe it. So imagine a kind of very thin shield shape, uh, at the top of which is a kind of uh, like an open circle through the shield, in which... Seems to be that little circle, that little hole. Yeah, the thing that you see inside it, you both recognize very clearly. You've seen it every day since you came here. Is that the outline or the um, the shape of a certain castle? That is yeah. absolutely a depiction of Castle Ravenloft. Yeah. So it is Castle Ravenloft. That's bad news. And this crest is it. Kind of looks like. A winged, some sort of winged bird, chicken. Yeah, yeah, some strange flight creature. Yeah, mm, yeah. kind of like a crow. Or... It's probably actually. It would look like a raven. Yeah, it's that's. There's a lot. I know. Yeah. I know what that <laughs> might mean. There's a lot of complicated history to these lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. So, yeah. so it does look like a raven. Uh, yeah, it looks like a raven. And it's called Castle Ravenloft. Yeah. Order of the Ravens. What is... I shrug. <clears throat> there's... Yeah, there's a lot of... Yeah, maybe for the first time you're thinking, wait a minute, Castle, Castle Ravenloft? <laughs> and then the Order of the Feather? What's going on here? Place has been around for hundreds and hundreds of there's years. There's a lot of... There's a lot of backstory that yeah. you are not privy to. <laughs> uh, maybe a couple of questions for Danica. What's it, Do I have, like, a, a way of checking the time? Uh, Could I have, like, grabbed I mean, a I'm sure pocket just... watch from someone? <laughs> <laughs> you might not have a pocket watch, mm. but you would probably be yeah. keeping aware of the time, and you yeah. know that yeah. it's minutes to midnight. Okay, okay. okay. So do we need to uh, hide? Um, so we think so. the hag is going to come from this locket? Yeah, I suppose so. We're going to manifest on top of uh, little Miliov here, and we... I think it's probably beneficial. I don't know how much it'll help, but I think it's beneficial for us to hide somewhere in the room. Okay, okay. Um, you finished the circle? Yeah. I have, right? Circle's done. Candles yeah, yeah. in place. You and Yender, who maybe knows a little bit about this, you've both set up the candles mm-hmm. and the you've prepped the ritual, basically. Cool. Is there like, a hiding places? Where, where, how are we? Where can we go? Because <laughs> well, like, in my head, I'm like, if there's a window there, I can jump out and fly oh, and yeah. hover for a bit. <laughs> that is... Is good for you. That is good for me. <laughs> Less than ideal for someone I can like you. Cast the light gosh. when you do that. Ooh, I might. I yeah. Might. I mean, yes. like I said, it's very dark outside, so you would be very <laughs> kind obvious. Of well, it beautiful just says angelic radiance, glimmering eyes, and incorporeal wings. So it doesn't say anything about you start shedding light. No. Uh, well, right. then you'd probably be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone else, <laughs> yeah, 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 will have trouble hiding. So yeah, yeah. so where, yeah, is there where can we? Or if it's, is it a window that's like straight, like a window, then just like whoop, a big drop, or is it window? Maybe say a landing, um, a bit of landing, yeah, or a bit like of a roof. Bird, if, if I was a. Uh, you know, uh, some sort of uh, mischievous boy in an orphanage. Yeah. Maybe I could use this oh, window to sneak my way sneak out. out and cause some Maybe uh, a ruckus. tree out there or something. You know, and, the, uh, the big branch. Yeah. Or yeah. is it just the uh, 
this room. On a, oh. on a, on a school night. Maybe yeah, climb a bit of a coin out. toss on my, that one. Highs or lows? Go to my ha- good friend's house and play Nintendo. <laughs> oh, highs or lows? <laughs> highs. Highs? You open the window, look out the window, and you see a, I want to say, 20-foot drop. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Never mind. Okay. Can I just try and, like, secrete myself in the shadow of the big wardrobe? Like, sure. just kind of, like, in the kind of the shadow that it leaves maybe as the moonlight comes in. You do yeah. you do a decent job mm. of hiding yourself. I'm going to say Claudia and Yendo just step outside and yeah. are standing either side of the door. Mm-hmm. A Gogash... Uh, a Gogash is physically too large to hide himself. <laughs> yeah. So... No, he's not stupid. It's going to be like, he just stands in the corner silently. (laughs) He's so fucking funny. But no, uh, a a Gogash also steps outside and he's just going to be also ready to rush in when shit goes down. Cribbit, from Cribbit, he finishes his song and then he, oh, actually, no, he, he, with a flourish, he finishes his song and he says, and then it's time to this appear. And you hear the sound of a cracking egg, and Cribbit from the top down becomes invisible. <gasps> Beautiful. I like the noise he made. Is that everyone? Yeah, I think that's everyone. I think that's everyone. Yeah. Well, um, well, I'll I'll go out if I. Yeah, it would be stupid to hide under the bed in the circle. <laughs> so I'll. Um, oh man, I was thinking about it though. Body. Yenda could have done it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, if you want, you and Yenda can swap. Well, you could take Yenda's position. Yenda could be under the bed. Oh, no, because then what if in the, I kick out the circle or yeah, kick yeah, out a candle? It's over very a, like, possible. Candle, yeah. Hold on. Uh, well, in that case, is it a ledge I can like either like kind of um, climb onto, like hold myself up? I mean, you could hold on to it, yeah. <laughs> I'll cast Radiant Soul at him. <laughs> the worst yeah. poker face yeah. in the world. I'll cast I don't know Radiant what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can hold on to it. No, go ahead. Uh, Please, yeah. by all means. Uh, I'll try and do it, you know, very close to midnight. Okay. All right. How long does it last? Sorry? A minute. <laughs> Okay. Fuck. That's so funny. You've, you've, it's like Pip just watching you stand at the window, being like, "Come on, man. Like, highs or lows? Get out. Get out. The like, clock's ticking, dude. Ooh, highs or lows? Ooh, highs. You know, maybe half. Um, you're thirty seconds into your spell when. Pip, you're currently the only one inside the room, mm. so you're the only one. Oh no, while Cribbit is in the room. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, Pip, you hear the sound of. Air being let out or, or passing through, like wind slowly releasing itself from a container. And that little locket slowly <sighs> opens itself up. And then you see it's it's like gas slowly being released into the room. It's a, a greenish gas. It slowly begins to form itself into a vaguely humanoid shape hovering over Miliov. The form becomes more and more solid over time until after about another 10 seconds has passed. You're still fine. Yeah. <laughs> don't say minutes. Don't. Say after an hour. <laughs> <laughs> after just over the course of several seconds, yeah. the form takes complete shape and it is an old crone-like man slowly hovering down, almost like a vampire, except they look so much more desiccated, less less a Dracula, more like a Nosferatu sort of appearance. 
Uh, they have long, wispy white hair, which it, it's like they're underwater right now it, in the way that it slowly curls and waves around them. They begin getting closer and closer to Miliov, and you see that they're whispering something that only he can hear within his own dreams. <clears throat> the creature stops and turns to look at you. Boo. <laughs> Fire my arrow. <laughs> ah, yes. All right. <laughs> This is the ghost fire arrow. Right, I assume so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool, cool. The crossbow bolt strikes the midnight hag, (laughs) maybe in its neck. (laughs) Hell yeah. It flares as it it strikes, and Mm -hmm. you can see that it has dealt fire damage, but the flare is kind of small, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I got no connection to god Mm. or sundry, so. (laughs) (laughs) God or sundry. (laughs) So, you know, I get it. All right, you deal 12 points of damage total. Nice. Is that with both shots? Oh, you fire twice? Yeah, yeah I got two, two attacks. Why sure. Not? Your second attack looks like it was a much better... Yeah, yeah, you deal... Yeah, boy. In the second attack, you deal 18 points of damage. Hell yeah. All right. And then maybe I make the call now for everyone else. Let's go to initiative. All right, Hector, you're first. Um, I fly through. The window, and I will, uh, as my action, I will cast Channel Divinity, making my weapon sacred. And then, as a bonus action, I will charge it up with one of one of my smites. Let's say a, a, se- a searing smite. Then it is a Gogash's turn. A Gogash. <laughs> no one hears a Gogash enter. He just so the the Midnight Hag, in the same way that it disappears and then reappears on the material plane. A Gogash appears standing <laughs> on the bed over the Midnight Hag. Ah, oh, that rules. The Midnight Hag, as it, when you hit it, mm. Pip, it hissed at you. Then, Hector, you burst in and it turned un- with unnatural speed to you. Mm. Like I said, it moves like, it, it moves like it's underwater. Uh, it's and then a Gogash catches this thing by fucking surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh boy! Oh yeah, I forgot a Gogash is just the absolute just goat a powerhouse, you know. Yeah, a Gogash starts hacking down into it. It just begins bleeding heavily. This green, thick, strange blood splatters Billy off. <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> does not wake up? <laughs> oh fuck! All right, then Yender charges in, and she doesn't want to hit the boy (laughs) from memory. That does radiant damage, so don't do that. (laughs) This one, on the other hand, she casts a spell. uh, Well, she utters a prayer to Penia, and three bolts of fiery energy explode from her hand. First one's a miss, second one's a hit, third one's a hit. Oh no! <laughs> what? 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 Oh, what? What, no. what? 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 She fires two. She fires five times. Three hits. Flames wreath the midnight hag, and it takes uh, seventeen points of damage. Okay. All right. Okay. We're good. 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 Look, I like. It stresses me that the midnight ta- hag has not had its turn yet. Because if I Pip. me again. Yeah. Uh, all right. I will. Uh, I'll hit it with a defensive shot with my flame arrow. All right. That will unfortunately be a miss. You load and then it 
turns back to look at you, Pip, and you see it whoop, disappears. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll just try and hit it again. Just fire another arrow. Your that one hits. You this is the fire yeah, fire ones. Mm-hmm. It unfortunately it's another glancing blow as the midnight hag swipes. It's surrounded a, by people, so yeah, fair enough. With a claw-like hand, it swipes and you nearly hit Yender instead. Sorry. It's alright, she says. <laughs> Uh, you do nonetheless. You see that it you you break a nail. Yeah. Hey, I'll take <laughs> you, it. You, you've heard it's it. something. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, it's the hag's turn. Mm. Uh oh. All right. So the hag does three things really quickly. Uh, yeah. Okay. First off, he looks down at Milyov and whispers something that presumably only he can hear. Yeah. Milyov's eyes open up, and the boy slowly gets up. As the boy gets up, you realize, because no one really checked him that closely, he has a dagger in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Milyov stabs at a Gogash's thin... uh, Thins. (laughs) It's thins. It's part of an orc, but not a part of a... Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Milyov stabs at a Gogash's shins. Okay, yep. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) A Gogash cries out in pain and takes 16 points of damage. Oh, okay. Cool. As uh, one of his tendons is torn. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Then the Midnight Hag stares at you, Pip. Pip, you feel a whispering in the back of your mind. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Pip, you fall over backwards. We'll get to you in a minute. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, all right. Then finally, for his third trick, <laughs> uh, let's say Yender. He looks at Yender and whispers something. Oh, no. Something penetrates the back of Yender's mind. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I hate when you realize something as you do it. That's scary. Uh, Hector, you can hear Yender's heart. Yender's having a heart attack. Oh, my God. Okay. I'd love to help you, buddy, but I'm I don't know what happened to me. Yender takes 22 points of damage. Okay. Yender starts clutching. Oh, I forgot she's not strong. <laughs> okay. Yender starts clutching at her chest and is staggering backwards. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, cool right. beans. That was the hag's turn. Oh, yep. <laughs> it's Cribbit's turn. Okay. Alright. Okay. Okay. Cribbit becomes visible. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. what's the most useful thing right. he can do right now? So I know, okay. So I have an aura of, is it, no, it's just protection. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's good. Uh, I can stop people from being possessed. That's good. Uh, or charmed, as it were. Is that What's happened to Yenda? Yeah, I don't know. Is that what's happened to any of us? <laughs> I'm scared I'm about to fall into the ethereal plane. <laughs> that's what I'm scared <laughs> about to happen to me. Cribbit. Begins stringing along on his little lute, mm-hmm. and he calls out, The little boy, he dropped his dagger. And at that, Milyov drops the dagger. Okay. He kicked it to the cute little frog. <laughs> <laughs> Milyov slides the dagger towards Cribbit, who awesome. rests his, his boot on it. That's great. And unfortunately, that is his action. And then he's going to give bardic inspiration to you, he uh, Hector. He looks at you, Hector, and Cribbit continues playing. The beautiful knight, he killed that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you, right. It's 
such a fucking catchy song. <laughs> so you realize good. you realize your swings can perfectly time with his song. <laughs> oh, my, oh my! So you've got bardic inspiration. Yep. You can add a D8 to a one ability check, attack roll, saving throw, or damage for the next ten minutes. But Excellent. once you've used it, it's gone. Yep, of, course, nice. of course, of course, nice, nice, nice. Okay, All right. okay. That okay. was okay. Crippet's turn. It's Claudia's turn. Claudia steps in. Pip, you can't see her. Hector, yeah. you can see her. It's something. Claudia is drastically different. It's like a completely different person. Her eyes blazing with anger and hatred for this creature. Yes, her hair nice. is kind of wild and flying about her. It looks like it looks like she's being buffeted by a breeze as her dress and cape flatter behind her. Hell yeah. She points a finger at the midnight hag and utters a some sort of arcane awful sounding strange like eldritch word it as soon as it enters your mind hector it leaves and then a bolt of force strikes the midnight hag it takes 22 points of damage and is slammed up against the wall awesome then one of the candles goes out Okay. okay okay hector it's your turn all right what so Pip, what's happened to Pip? You what's... you look over at Pip. If you okay. want, you can go and check him, but that would be your action. <sighs> I've got so much charged for an attack. Yeah. <laughs> Just hit it. I'm sure I'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> um all right. I make a beeline. I go you swing? with my with a mat with my magical with my well, with my now magical mace. Uh I swing twice. All right. And um yeah. Let me know if I miss. Oh no! It seems like you did. Yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of what kind of misses? Have? It's a critical miss. So is that um say uh, if you I want to re-roll? On if that. I want to re-roll an attack, I yeah, miss that. Yeah, I'd spend that now. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, that's a hit. That's good. Sweet. That's good. That's cool. First attack hit. Second sweet. attack hit. Quick, quick, sweet. All right. So I would like to expend expend um that bardic inspiration. All uh-huh. right. I would like to on the first one. I would like to uh, um kick off my uh searing smite. S- yep, searing smite, which uh does an initial um <laughs> two d six damage. Yep, yep. There it is. <laughs> so and, and uh, if uh, if they if they uh catch on fire, which they can, uh that's an additional. Is that a saving throw? Uh yep 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 okay. yep 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 yep. yep, yep. Uh, I think it is a constitution saving throw. And if they don't, they'll fail. It's cool. On the start, yep, they'll um, take an extra one d six on their turn. They're on fire, which is great. One d six on their I, turn. I believe. Okay. I believe. I believe. Um, and then uh, my second attack. Uh, 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 I, mm-hmm. I guess I will. Uh, 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 let's go. Wrathful smite, which uh-huh. is an additional one d six of psychic damage. One d six. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Anything else? I think that is it. Would, would Sir like anything else? <laughs> <laughs> would you like fries with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is 10 okay. points of damage. <laughs> fucking imagine. Oh. No, no, no. 10, 20, 22, plus your strength, uh, 28 points of damage. Nice. Excellent. Nice. Um, and they are on fire. They are bloodied. Oh, all right. Okay. If that was your turn, it is a Gogash's turn. A Gogash looks at the Midnight Hag, looks at Miliov, who is still... Mm-hmm. Miliov's dropped the dagger, yeah. but is quite clearly still under the bewitchment of the Midnight oh. Hag. One more thing, Adam. I'm yes. so sorry. Yes, um, they need to make another wisdom saving. Oh, they need to make a wisdom saving throw. They will 
past that one. Okay, then never mind. They're not frightened of me. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Good, 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 good. Agogash looks at the Midnight Hag, sees what you just did, yeah. looks at <laughs> Miliov and looks at you, Hector, then exchanges like a meaningful glance. He drops his weapon. The axe clatters to the floor. He grabs both of Miliov's hands, lifts him up, and just brings him into a bear hug. Nice. Miliov is screaming and kicking and fighting, but he... Uh, I'm not He's even going to roll. Agogash, I don't think, could fail. <laughs> yeah. Good move, good move, good move. All right. Agogash, with the, ch- with the child, takes several... Teenager. Yeah, yeah. He's not a kid anymore. Yeah. He's, he's, you're going to learn some things, Miliov. Your body's changing. <laughs> he's yeah. full on puberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. You're going to have some weird dreams of, like, say, you're uh, uh, sitting on a rock eating an egg and a fly, <laughs> and then whatever the hag whispered. Yeah, that means you're, you're going to start a noticing man. people of your own age. They're going to start being, you're going to start having, you know, thoughts. <laughs> and you need to repress that. Yes. <laughs> yes. No sexuality. No. You naughty, naughty boy. We're going to mess this kid up. (laughs) This is a Catholic school. (laughs) (laughs) We worship the Christian God here. Yeah. Now put on your anti-masturbatory mittens before you go to sleep. (laughs) Anyway, 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 on a more serious note. Emilyov is kicking, screaming, trying to fight as much as he can, but Agogash has him in such a bear hug that he cannot break free. Agogash, with Emilyov, starts walking out of the room. Yeah. Yeah, good. Good, 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 good. And then it is Yender's turn. Yender. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, I forgot she was having a heart attack. It's part heart yeah. attack, part fucking yeah. panic attack. Yeah. So with me being closer to, to now Yender, uh, the, my aura of protection... Has what, that has that, that gives immunity to charm and plus five on saving throws? I believe it just gives me um uh just the plus five on saving throws. Oh, okay. I don't think it necessarily gives people. I thought immunity. you had immunity to charm in ten. Feet. I think I might have immunity. Oh, to charm. Okay. okay. Your allies not well, so much. In that case, well, oh, no, maybe I do. It's an, uh, no, no, or a devotion. All right. Yeah, Paladins, well, you Paladins got so much stuff going on. I don't yeah, know what's know, going it's, on. It's, Almost it's... annoying. <laughs> yeah, people within 10 feet of me cannot be charmed. Highs or lows? Highs. Highs? All right. So I'm going to give you some options here. All now, right. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You feel your auras, both of the plus five to saves and the immunity to charm, you feel <laughs> wrapped around you. You feel that loving embrace of Penia. And you can see it's kind of like she's reaching out with two hands for the different auras. <sighs> okay. She okay. is struggling to maintain both of them at the same time. She was struggling before this encounter began. Yep. Then, then she had to start using them. Yep. Yep. And yep. she's quite clearly being drawn in two directions. Okay. Pick which okay. aura you want. Knowing that the Night Hag has lost their first charm victim and might make someone else start fighting on their side. <laughs> yep. You don't know if they can do that. I just assume Pip was being charmed. I'm going to just... Yeah, I mean, I'll lose the protection aura. I'll lose the protection aura and just focus on anti-charm. All right. Uh, so yeah. uh, keeping the immunity to charm, yeah. dumping the plus five yeah. percent. Yeah. All right. In that case, Yender <laughs> hits the ground. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Shit. Oh, God. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yender is having a heart attack. <laughs> and you can see she's foaming a bit at the mouth. Oh, That's no. her turn. Oh, no. Pip. Yeah, what's, uh, what's, what's my deal? You're standing in the monastery. You've got the broom in your hands. You have a dull memory that you should be somewhere else. What, what is was my instruction vis-a-vis the broom? It's nearly midnight, <laughs> and you can't go to bed until the monastery is clean, until the floors have been swept. Okay. You've Just in the back of your mind, there's this niggling feeling, this, like, wiggling little mindworm, yeah. something's wrong. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be here. Maybe I drop the broom. Uh-huh. And I'm going to... Where in the monastery am I? You're in the Great Hall, the entrance, the okay. entrance, if you will. Boom, boom, boom. There's a knocking at the door. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go to the door and have a look through the little slot to see who's there. You look through the slot yeah. and you've got like some awareness of a repetition as well. So when you look through the slot, you also look down and you can see the dwarf looking up at you. When he speaks, though, it sounds like he's at the other end of a corridor. Laddie, open up. Yeah, that's right. That's what I gotta do. I'll open up the door. He stumbles in, and your vision, as he as he stumbles towards you, your vision kind of like is stretching and coming back towards you. I think I might be sick, I say. You throw up. <laughs> Hector, <laughs> Piff in the corner of the room, <laughs> throws up a little bit onto himself. Pip, the, the dwarf. Mm? points out the door, and you can see a giant white mass. It looks like just wings and arms and claws. It doesn't look like any identifiable thing. It's not like a dragon or a griffin. It kind of like roils and moves, like it's nothing solid. The dwarf calls out, Fire, kid! We've got to get to the tower, I say. No, laddie, fire now! Okay, yeah, uh, Pip... I imagine maybe takes the crossbow off the dwarf. <laughs> you you look down. You've always been holding the crossbow. A nod, a set nodding, winch it back. Boom, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> you feel a piercing <laughs> sensation in your back. Put it together, Pip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Hector, you take 22 points of damage. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Reload. (laughs) (laughs) So he's not charmed. Interesting. What has happened? (laughs) Another bolt comes at you, but you're ready. This time you stand aside and it penetrates the wall where you were. Okay, I just like either yeah, buffet it with my wings, maybe try and line it up so you're maybe fighting the hag. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, guess whose turn it is. Oh, no. We've done so much damage to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They turn to you mm-hmm. and tell me something that would, something that would terrify Hector. Would terrify Hector. Um, something that like would shock him to his core. 
panic him even something that might panic him yeah i, I guess the, the the panic would be like no no longer feeling that sort of connection to 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 faith or would be like i would say it failing at a at an, a certain opportune time if you were like say high up for example and and falling i think that would be yeah just terrifying failing i think would um just terrify him not being able to help um being i guess yeah like almost like depowered that kind of like you know, impotent rage, as yeah, it were. Yeah, or, or, yeah. or not so much rage, but just that kind of powerlessness, that helplessness, being devoid of hope. The hag looks at you, and you are aware that you are the only person that can hear what he is about to say. But he whispers, the gods abandon those who fail. <laughs> you need to make a saving throw. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Then who's left? Cribbit. <laughs> <laughs> go, Gash. Claudia. Okay. You're hot. You start having a panic attack slash a heart attack. Oh, no. Oh, no. You take a further 24 points of damage. All righty. Cool. Then he disappears. You can't see him. Oh, God damn it. Is he on fire? Oh, fuck. I forgot he took that damage. He unfortunately is still invisible, though, or you can't see him because he's not on the material realm. Then it is Cribbit's turn. Cribbit looks around. <laughs> Cribbit, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Cribbit, fella, come on. Oh, I know what he can do. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, you lock eyes with Cribbit, Hector, and you see that he looks from you to Pip to Yender, and he's like trying to figure out what he's going to do. And then, Pip, you hear the brave hunter he remembered his friends That's, uh, he remembered his frog. friends and where <laughs> he was don't shoot your friends you silly boy you are the hero of this adventure remember you are and then when this last word yeah. the vision around you shatters protagonist <laughs> you're back you're standing in the room again oh god who did I shoot <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <Me. laughs> it, is, it's, it is okay. That was Cribbit's turn. It is Claudia's turn. Claudia does like a little gesture with her hand and a whip made out of fire <laughs> bursts to life. She holds it in her hand and you can see that she's preparing herself for when she can see the hag again. Hector, it's your turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so having a panic attack and a bit oh, of yeah. a heart make attack, a throw. what do I do? Oh, uh, that'll be at the end of your turn. So at the end of your turn, you've got to make another saving throw. Yeah. If you fail the saving throw, you're going to take another four. Well, you'll take half damage regardless, but... Well, I'm currently on 14 hit points. Oh, um, that's bad. No. <laughs> oh, no. You want to do whatever you can to stop you from dying right now. Uh, okay. So I'm going to um, just t- uh, maybe just like hold my – try and calm myself down and just maybe clutch my – like maybe a an arrow wound, the bolt wound, mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 and like lay on hands myself. You charge yourself with however many hit points? All. Okay. Well, you you – you feel Pania kind of shrink behind you, but she, you, you can sense a, there's urgency in Pania. You can see that she's giving you as much energy as she physically can. She, it feels like when you, when you get the healing energy within you, mm-hmm. it feels like she's physically shrinking from the effort. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, and, she, um, like, spiritually, you feel her shaking her head like, it's fine. It's fine. Just do what you got to do. Um, ooh, uh, then... 
Uh, who's fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who isn't at this point? Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> A second candle goes out. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, boy. good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Okay. Um. 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 And then the yender looks like they're what is they're frothing at the mouth. No. I, Yenda's probably convulsing. Okay. A shield of faith probably wouldn't do anything good there. Um, <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. Would sanctuary help in this situation? Probably not. I'm going to shield of faith myself. Okay. Fair cool. <sighs> they have not abandoned. They have not abandoned. They have not abandoned. They have not abandoned. Then it is. Don't okay. I have to make a saving throw, Adam. Oh, right. Fuck, I forgot. Uh oh. <laughs> they've not abandoned, they've not hit. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, Hector, you take 22, 31 points of damage. Okay. Glad cool, I he healed. Yeah, that would have been you, um, Kaputsi. Oh, yeah, I forgot you healed. I thought that was you gonna, I thought that was gonna be you down. What are you on? Hi, Tane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that rules. All right, so that's not going away, by the way. That's, <laughs> that's your problem next turn as well. Anything else? That's, that's all I can do. All right. Um, fuck, a Gurgash could still hit her. <laughs> he's got the but kid. He's not in the room. Yeah. He's got the kid. He's got the kid. Oh. And he doesn't even know how desperate this is. So a okay. Gurgash yeah. just spends his turn outside. Cool. Good trying stuff. to make sure that Miliov is okay. It's Yender's turn. <laughs> oh, that's always bad. <gasps> oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Yender sits bolt upright. She is on one hit point, but that unfortunately is her turn. Jesus. That's okay. Cool beans. Ding. All right. Pip. I got a question. Yes. Okay. Please. Yes. <laughs> so, when I fire a bolt that I have infused alchemically, uh huh. If there are two bolts, there's a bolt in Hector's back. <laughs> I'm out of bolts. <laughs> if I pull that bolt out and load it into my crossbow, will it still work? I would not. All right. So. Normally, yeah. it would be discharged. Mm-hmm. But in this one scenario, okay. I am going to allow a coin flip <laughs> to determine if it has been discharged completely. Okay. All right. Because I think I know what you're planning on doing, and I want you to give you a chance to do it because I think it sounds fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it turns out I don't have a coin because I'm a, a, a poor podcaster. <laughs> and instead, odds or evens. Uh, let's go odds. Odds? Yeah. <laughs> Did I mean evens? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, odds. Odds? Yeah. All right. You grab the bolt, drag it out of Hector's back. <laughs> Hector, I'm going to say, for in, in penance for yeah. this, Hector, you take an extra two points of damage. I just want, not saying anything, just look <laughs> at Pip. I'm out, out of bolts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, do I think it would be quicker to load it into my crossbow and fire or stab it with Fuck. I would say dragging it out is, I'm going to call that, oh no, that's only an interaction. Yeah, you're fine. I mean, it's uh, it's neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, I'm probably better off shooting it, to be yeah. honest. I'll load it in my crossbow, fire it, make it a precise shot so I've got right. advantage. So you can't see the hag. Mm. Where are you firing? Now, know this, you made it ghost touch, right? Yeah. So if you shoot where the hag is on the ethereal plane... Yeah. Because the planes overlap. Yeah, yeah. If you shoot where the hag is, you will still hit the hag. Okay, so how big's the circle? 
How big is the circle? It's 10 feet diameter. Okay, that's pretty big. Yeah. Last thing it did was... Um, were you conscious? I was not here for the mm. last thing it did. I was out. Okay. Mm. It's... Is it insane to just fire it at random? It kind of is. Like, I don't know where. It is kind of insane, but it is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was there anything in terms of, like, with the manual of the monster that you know that, like, once they go ethereal, if there's any kind of a trace on the, on the, on the reality? No, yeah, unfortunately, no such thing. It leaves no mark. Okay. okay, um, okay, okay. Well, where... Okay, it's just it just comes out of the... Bracelet around it, yeah. not the bracelet, the necklace. That's just the the gateway. Mm. Okay, okay, hang on. Would my divine sense be able to see where it might be? Um, because <laughs> it doesn't specify. I would say yes. So if if I can sense where it might be, I would be. say you sense. You wouldn't. It's still kind of gone. Mm. I think it would have like a count as having concealment from yeah. you, but you would know the square. That yeah, it's in, essentially. I, if I'm, if you're Pip, if you're wavering kind of like wavering, can't see. I know that we can't. I yeah. might be able to tell you yeah. that, like, it is say, you know, um, above, say, the pillow or next to the, you know, a certain. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, so I could relay that information. Yeah. To yeah. You. Or, Let's or, say above the pillow. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you look, it is above the pillow. Twang. <laughs> odds or evens? Let's call it odds. Odds <laughs> for real, mate. <laughs> For real? You hit. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! You want to know the most fucked up part? Yeah. It appears back in the material realm. Yeah. It hits the four. <laughs> and I had like 10 hit points left. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Yender. Do my, does my heart attack still go off? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, that spell would end. No, you're fine. Oh, um, fuck. I I I go to Yenda and I Yenda I, Yenda I, pushes you okay, away. Okay, no, it's all right. Okay, it's all right. Okay, it's all right. Okay, it's all right. Okay, she stands up. She quite clearly needs. I need air. I need air. Okay, she right. leaves. She walks as she's the walking boy, to boy. go outside. She casts mm. healing spells upon herself. The boy, the bones, the bones. Um, pip the bones. Get the bones. Yeah, get I'll the get bones. you. Take care of all that out there. I, you hear Miliov. Well, you don't hear Miliov screaming anymore. You hear him stop screaming. I... And Agogash stands in the hallway with Miliov still in his hands. When Agogash reappears, Claudia gestures as and it's as if she as if that person disappeared. She becomes the Claudia that you remember from before. She picks up Miliov and crying, sobbing, holds him tight and then collapses to the, the floor. Necklace, give him. me the necklace, give me the necklace, give me the necklace. She a gogash snatches the necklace and gives it to you. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. I just having I just wanted the necklace off the boy. Sure. I like right. drag the bed. <laughs> All right. I also blow out the candles so I don't actually set this off in a jump fire. You hear the furious <laughs> scribbling of of Cribbit writing this down. <laughs> uh, I'll lift up the floorboard and grab this the bones. This was so exciting! <laughs> Thanks uh, for helping me out of whatever was happening to me in there, Cribbit. This one has heard story of how to destroy Locket, Cribbit says. Right. Um, how do you destroy the Locket? Uh, this one can do. Exactly. Can a Locket? Is, is it, does it open? Yeah, it, it opens. Yeah, um, it, uh, it's currently closed. Um, would I think mm. um, opening it would be a bad idea? Great question. Do we? Uh, do you want to destroy it now? You, you don't know enough to know. Um, do you voice this? I I would probably voice it. I don't know what this locket is. There's something inside the locket. We may. Do we need to destroy it now? 
I'd like to, to maybe because I also will harvest this hag. I like to imagine I grab the hag's head and I'm like, yeah. well, I'm dead. So, <laughs> 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 laughs. If I was in the locket, I'm not anymore. <laughs> and right. I'll let it rest on the. Crivet probably nods and says, this one, this is a portal to ethereal, but there is no. It is prob this this one is probably safe now. Okay. All right. Well let's... this one could keep, but anything can come through portal. Oh, still okay. worth destroying it, yes. yes. Crushing um, your foot or whatever. Yes, I just want to see if there's anything. Ah, you that one knows ritual. All <laughs> oh, right. Um oh. well if there's so nothing can <laughs> So nothing can come out of this now, right now? Well not it right is... now, but it is still a portal to the ethereal plane. It is it's like open door. Yeah. Okay, right. Um well then, well, I'll just open. I'll open yeah. and lock it then. Within, you see two pictures. Mm-hmm. It's a. They're probably literally. You would not know what a photograph is. It would probably just look like a really incredibly well done painting, but mm-hmm. it is a photograph. It's of an old looking man and an old looking woman, one in each of the little mm-hmm. halves. They have kind of, I would say, handsome features. Mm-hmm. They both look pretty or attractive Mm -hmm. people. And you can see that they're quite clearly well-to-do, like they're Mm -hmm. dressed quite Mm -hmm. well. The manner, you can tell that they're dressed well, but the the dress that they have is very foreign to you. You don't recognize these clothes. The pictures that I saw that uh, Van Richten had drawn Mm. of, say, Strahd, um, do these from that? Do you think that they're related to Strad? Well, no. Is, it, is asking, it Strad? Yeah. Basically, no. It's not Strad. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. Although okay. it does bear a resemblance to Strad. It's not him, but okay. it looks like it could be someone related to him. Does All it right. bear a resemblance to the Hag? Uh, it's hard to tell. Okay. The Hags. It's like That's such good. such like. I was just worried yeah. that like the Hag was like a manifest, <laughs> and then I was like, "That's pretty rude of Pip to manifest <laughs> <laughs> his body or whatever." No, uh, you don't think you don't think that. Okay. It's okay. The Can I take hag. out the pictures? Yeah, they're they're removable. Cool. Are there anything on, anything on the back? Mm, no, there wouldn't be. No, not okay. nothing written on the back. I'll take out the pictures. I'll have a look over the locket. Is there anything like inscribed on the back or anything like that? No. And. Like you know, basically dangling in front of Cribbit to be like, uh, did you need a? Um, can you uh, do a copy of this? What that one mean by a copy? Uh, to I uh, point to his his book that he's writing. He sketches a lot. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. He turns around. He's already made. Good. <laughs> uh, drop it. It looks as good as the photos you just pulled out. <laughs> right. Uh, I, maybe I just hand Cribbit the photos as well. No. These are inside it. If you like. should probably kill crush all. Yes. I. Uh, well. If he can, he like, makes a copy, copy of the thing. And then he does the ritual. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he stamps his boot heel yep. into the locket yep. mm. and kind of yes. gives it a little bit of like a... Yes. Sh- Did you, yes. <laughs> you want to do the ritual? I want... You do this. Okay, good. Yeah, the ritual. Right. The ritual. <clears throat> so you're done. harvesting the hag? Uh, well, I'll probably... Um, I like to imagine I've dragged the bed so that you can maybe gain <laughs> access to the bones. Yeah. And then I'm going to harvest the guts of this hag. Cool. I rip up the floorboard. Oh, you don't need to rip them off. <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> you take you yep. take the floorboard, the one loose floorboard out, and underneath you can see a little sack. Within the sack are a a, a set of mm. bones, bleach white bones. Yeah. It looks like a full corpse. Well, that is the bones of Saint Andrew. Hef- Man, that would have been um, hefty, hefty the to, to the kids. Actually, it's quite small. Saint Andrew might have been a halfling, little ah. guy. Uh, all right, <laughs> or a child. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably a halfling, child <laughs> pope sort of situation. <laughs> Actually, no. I think the bones of a halfling would definitely look different. Yeah, than oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's denser. definitely yeah. a halfling's bones. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, I will um, scoop up uh, the bones of St. Andrew. All right. Add them to your inventory. <laughs> Thank you. Do I feel holier, Adam? Do I feel protected? You don't feel protected, um, but you can sense the divine from the bones. So do I know enough about relics? Great question. Uh, do I know enough about relics to... Because to, I know I mentioned pr- previously yeah. that maybe this might help us with our um, uh, certain father limic problem. Um, do I know what the power of relics, do I know what father they do in terms worship... of devil and demons and all of that? When when these bones were in the Church of St. Andrew, they protected the church. You yep. are aware of that much. But they quite clearly, like, the worship of Father Limic did not start in the last little yep. while. Mm-hmm. So you don't think that it is, pro- it, you don't think it's powerful enough to protect the entire town. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay cool, cool, cool. Right, I need to head to the church. Um, are you? I, are yeah, you? I'm, I'm fine here. Right, I... Oh, Claudia. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with you. Um, all right. And I'm like, well, okay, of all our options, we've got like Yenda who might want to come to me mm, with the, the, the church. church. Then we have a Gogash. And then we mm, have Kribbit. Kribbit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, right. yeah. You take Yenda to the church. No, leave uh, me you, with the yeah, annoying yeah, yeah, guy yeah, brigade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're too busy. Um, <clears throat> right. Uh, okay. I just the annoying uh, guy brigade. Oh, says the fucking oh, cheer captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Band leader. I just yeah. feel really bad leaving Claudia with someone she clearly dislikes. And um, Claudia seems kind of dead to the world right yeah, now. That's She's talking to Miliov. You mm. can hear her kind of like checking to make sure that he's okay. Uh, I, I, I grab the bones. I head out. I may. Uh, is Yenda there? Or as you Yender is yeah, stepping out on the Yender is standing out mm. on the front porch. You can see she's pacing back mm. and forth rapidly. She's got a pipe yep. in her hand that she's smoking like with a reckless mm. abandon, like a. Are you okay? He's going to be okay. She takes a deep breath and she says, "Yeah, I'll look. No, the answer is no, but I'll be okay." Yeah, Yender. What did he? What did you get the bones? Yes. What did he whisper to you? She stops, puts the puts the pipe out, maybe starts like removing the tobacco from it as and as she does it Maybe I'll ask for a bit. <laughs> Hell yeah, pipe it up. Sure. She <laughs> she passes it to she relights it and passes it to you. Uh, um Halfland families or the Halfland culture in general doesn't pay much attention to the gods. And um Yes, I was um That was a bit um, of a it was a bit of an uproar when I joined the clergy. And um, uh, I have been, I I think I made the wrong, I love Pania, but I love my family. And I think I made the wrong choice, she says. It is not impossible to love both. Uh, are you going to be okay here or would you like to come with me to no, St. No, the bones need protecting. Uh, if tonight proves anything, the bones need protecting. Yeah, um, let's head to the church. She nods. You can see that she's quite obviously burying Something deep down, and you can tell that that is not healthy. Mm. But I, you think, can see yeah. she does not have time to speak to someone about yeah. it. I, mean, I just, I maybe put like a hand on on her on her on her shoulder. And um, when I uh, when I joined when I was almost given to the church, I had to leave my family behind as well. I understand the the, the halfling community is very different to the to the human community. And if you need anybody to talk to, I I am. I'm here if you need. Yender nods slowly. She, she could see that she's thinking about it, but she says nothing. You make a beeline for the Church of Saint Andrew. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, maybe uh, again, 
call that to a gogash or cribbit? I'm probably a gogash because well, I'm you like pass both of them. So you yeah, can tell like, them to, say, to see if they want to either come with or um, if say cribbit is like oh small story. I don't. Yeah, but uh, cribbit. Yeah, cribbit comes with. Kibbit. Yeah, cribbit. Cribbit. Cribbit's brother. Yeah, cribbit's cribbit uh, the amazing mm-hmm. chooses to join you. Hector, because he quite obviously sees that is where the story is going. And so he, probably during that interaction with Yender, Yender has to turn around and say to Cribbit, who is furiously scribbling, <laughs> don't write that down. Cribbit <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. absolutely wrote it down. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> But <course>. here we are. <laughs> All right. Agogash is just kind of quietly, he can tell <laughs> the two scenarios he could mm. join in yeah. is Claudia crying and and holding on to Milioff or you butchering a hag. <laughs> and so he decides to step over to where you are, yeah. Pip, and he does that classic kind of grabs his trousers, pulls them up a <laughs> what little bit. What are we bit. doing here, Chip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bends down a little bit and he just watches you and pointedly tries to give privacy to the people who are right fucking there. Um, after I've done butchering the hag, I would like to go over and talk to Claudia. But right. let's butcher the hag first. Well, obviously, you acquire two hag eyes. Oh, that's good. <laughs> hag eyes are great. I was so... It, it happens quite often for some reason where I'm in a fight and I'm like, oh, I need this. And then the thing I need is in the monster. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you acquire a pinch of shadow. Okay. And unfortunately, you don't get a lot out of this. You do find a sapphire, but that's oh, it. nice. I'd like to store away all of the guts that I just took and then, like, kind of gingerly walk over to Claudia. Be like, um, can I get you a cup of tea or something? Claudia, oh, fuck, man. Oh, <laughs> Claudia's in a fucking, Claudia is in such a vulnerable state right now. How is she going to respond to this? She's got so many fucking feelings tied up in you, man. Dude. I did just save the orphanage. You know, it's got to count for something. All right, all right, all right. Get yourself a good boy card. Yes. <laughs> Claudia calms herself down for a moment, and she looks at you, and with genuine appreciation for you being here right now, she says, yes, I would love a cup of tea. Thank you. It's all good. I'll uh, go down to find the orphanage kitchen. <laughs> All right. You, you've you been here before. Yeah, you yeah. maybe know where the kitchen is. While while you're rummaging around downstairs, you can hear that there are a couple of teachers that assist Claudia, mm. and you can hear that they are getting the kids to bed. But you can tell now, thank Christ, that they are beginning to settle down, and you can see that that problem is Resolving itself. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully. Good, good, good. One of the teachers who you probably remember, they weren't part of the they weren't part of your posse last mm-hmm. year, but you have met them several times just because you've been here several times. It's probably how you find the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Enters. Uh Felix is his name. And when he comes in, he says, Has has it been taken care of? Yeah. No, yeah, it's 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 done. Felix, he sits down at the table and he puts his head in his hands in Obviously, relief. And he says, I have been... Felix is a dusk elf. And he says, I have been in Barovia for so long, it is hard to think that something happy could happen. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, enjoy it. Could you point me in the direction of the the tea and the kettle and... He gestures and shows you where you can get things. Would you like a cup of tea? Felix stands up and he could... He kind of... You can see he's putting an ear to how the kids are, and they're quite quiet at this point, so he turns and he says, I would love a cup of tea. Thank you. There's like, Is there like a drawing room for everyone to sit in? Like a kind of like a... 
Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. I, uh, head into the drawing room. I, I'll, I'll bring them in. Thank you, he says. How's the kitchen? Is he it, Actually, yeah. he says thank you, and then it was kind of like a flippant mm. way to say thank you. But then he stops, he turns, he looks at you, and with a lot more meaning this time, he says, thank you. Think nothing of it. He turns and he goes into the drawing room. Is the kitchen clean? Yeah, spotless. Or, okay, 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 okay. If it this place is this place is incredibly well maintained. If it was a mess, I was gonna get cleaning, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, maybe. All right, it's incredibly spotless. But you notice as from your origins, you are capable. <laughs> you've got that that uh, an eye for it. You find the one spot in a spotless <laughs> kitchen. I maybe chuck on like an apron sure, and yeah. like get like a some kind of sponge and just scrub that spot while the kettle boils. And then once the kettle's boiled, I'll put it on like a like if there's like a silver tray. Sure. Well, while that's happening, maybe while you're scrubbing, yeah. you hear the door to the kitchen open, and you see Claudia step in. She's kind of wiping tears from her, cleaning up her face, and she sees you scrubbing, and she says, she with a bit of humor, she says, "Ah, in another life, perhaps." I, I turn around, like kind of almost startled. <laughs> there was a spot. I I stand up and like dust off the apron. Um, tea's ready. Felix thank is you. in the drawing room. Yes. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah, that's, 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 that, that's, that's so fine. Um, I'll, I'll meet you in there. She looks around <laughs> the empty kitchen, and you can see she wants to say something, but she doesn't. She leaves. All right, I'll bring the tea into the drawing room. I assume a go-gash will be in there. Yeah, as go, well a go-gash is already sitting at the table with Felix. I place the tea down. I imagine I've got like the tea all completely level and yeah. every single tea bag is leaning in the right direction yes of course <laughs> there's a pitcher of milk as well and maybe i've managed to scrounge up like a little bit of honey too with a the perfect exactly the right spoon which i imagine i had to <laughs> search for <laughs> or maybe it's like not the right yeah, spoon it's like the one adjacent to yeah it, but it- is it still the rosian honey <laughs> oh yeah 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 it's mm. bad <laughs> you as you're pouring the tea <laughs> love out the you, meaty <laughs> you make the tea yeah, for the point everyone is you don't drink the, you, the honey He's just there for looks. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's quietly having a cup of tea. A Gogash, after he takes his sip, he's stopped for a second. Like he, like the world has come to a crashing halt for him. He looks at you, Pip, and he says, that's a lovely cup of tea. And he doesn't add <laughs> anything else. <laughs> oh, my. I don't push my luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. Yeah, and then I would just sit there, and uh, Pip's probably not going to say anything. No one else but speaks. If maybe Pip, Pip will offer to like, if there's anything that needs to be done, like if Claudia needs to go to, you know, if after this you'd just like to go to bed, I can take care of whatever else needs to be cleaned up. I don't that. think I should be able to sleep tonight, she says. Oh, Thank re- you, though. Rest might be useful one way or the other. At uh, a certain point, mm. the other teacher steps in, and you, uh, 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 they sit down. You're having tea. Meanwhile, <laughs> Hector, yes, you're making your way to the church, and on your way, you can. It's quiet, Valkavian streets, highs or lows. Oh no! Oh, no. Random Valakai encounter. Lows? Yep. Oh, that's bad. That's a bad out of motion. Grabs his mouth. It's awful.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.